0: This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes, so make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Frenzy, and today I am so excited to be joined by Diane Mayer. We are, I feel like you, you also said this on your podcast, Diane, but We have a lot of similar values and opinions, but we verbalize them in slightly different ways, which I think is a lot of fun and really valuable. Diane, I would love for you to tell the audience and the listeners just a little bit about yourself. I am
1: Diane Mayer. The accent that you're hearing is South African, because I know that stops people paying attention to anything I say until they've placed it. I am a business strategist who is very focused beyond the funnel. I think we talk a lot about sales and marketing as the path to growth. And I think we actually have a really holistic business and that makes us miss opportunities. So that's what I care about deeply. Looking at, yes, sales marketing, but also teams, how you do delivery, your systems, your operations, and all those juicy parts of business.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, Diane. So we're going to start off with one of my favorite questions as we're going to go through three key questions. So one, what is your number one business win? So-
1: I think my biggest business win might be not what people are expecting, but for me, my biggest win is my podcast. It's called Coffee and Converse, and it's 200 plus episodes long. It turns three on the 1st of September, and I went from not being able to produce content because when I write, it comes out very corporate. I have a long career in banking. Heretofore, therefore, thus, it all comes out of me. It's terrible. (laughs) Makes for a terrible read. It's very dull. So I started podcasting, thought about podcasting purely for that. Mm -hmm. And actually somebody refocused me right at the beginning of my journey and said to me, you will never have an opportunity to build a relationship with someone more than when you're asking them all about themselves for an hour. And so my podcast has created this beautiful network for my Mm -hmm. business. So I know people think about podcasts and they think in terms of, oh, lead generation and being discovered on Apple and all of these things. But in reality, for me, it's created such a relationship marketing hub. And I was thinking about it and actually we're connected because mm-hmm. another podcast guest connected us and another right. podcast guest connected me with her. So it's almost, it's like referral relationship marketing, right? Yeah. And I get to meet yeah. these really cool people and it with really interesting ideas and to talk about things that light me up, but I have a deep network of people that I can call on in my business.
0: I love that. I love that. I think it's so valuable to find the other wins in marketing channels, right? Because I think sometimes we look at Instagram, for example, and it's like all about the number of followers. Not necessarily, all right? I don't really aim for a huge number of followers on Instagram, but I do aim to nurture and to connect with people on there. And so I think that what you've done with your podcast in that way is really powerful. So let's flip this on its head a little bit for a minute. Talk to us a little bit about one of the, I don't really, I'm trying to veer away from the word fail into what is one of the most difficult lessons you've learned?
1: Yes. I would say like my biggest regrets slash my biggest lessons. yes. I feel like it's all around the theme. When things feel like they've gone really wrong and lots of money has trickled down a drain that is never coming back, it has mm-hmm. always been when I have relied upon somebody else's judgment on my business. Mm-hmm. And what that can look like is a salesperson convincing you they have your best interests at heart. This is exactly what you need. They're not being paid commission. You're best friends with them in the whole world and this is the thing that you need. It can look like a coach in a, a coaching program telling you that step three is this way and this way only, and trying to get you to morph into fit into what they, their things are, I can tell you that I have spent an embarrassing amount of money to learn this lesson. Like we are talking like five figures and not like 10K. I have made this mistake in 10K increments through the, <laughs> the, the period of my business career. However, for me now, it has made me much more decisive about who I want to work with, why I want to work with them. What do I need from them? And more reliance on myself. That's not that I don't ask somebody else for advice, but Mm -hmm. I think in selecting who I'm going to ask for the advice from, do they understand Mm -hmm. me? Do they get where I'm coming from? And the lesson from it has been over and over again, you knew Mm -hmm. better. And for me, it comes up in beating myself up. Like you knew better. That was such a waste of money. And then I have to pull myself back and say, actually that was a 5k lesson that you've learned that you could have been learning for the next 10 years, but you've learned it in one go.
0: Bless and release, as they say. Yeah. I do sometimes wonder, and I don't know, I think we all have parts of that. I feel similarly in a lot of ways, and I'm really working on that, on trusting my instincts because they're usually right. And then something happens, new information comes in, I totally challenge them. And now I'm thinking, I do feel like working in corporate and in corporate environments, like really pushes you to challenge your own intuition because they're always just like, you know, oh, where's the information? Where's the data behind it? Or some dude is no. Right. Who's the loudest voice in the room? Exactly. Exactly. I'm glad you learned that. And I am glad that our listeners can hopefully learn that lesson on your dime.
1: I will say the key that I use and that your listeners can use as the question is, do I think this is going to, augment something that i'm already doing does it fit into a strategy that i already had before i started talking to this person Mm -hmm. or do i think this is going to save me or my business
0: yep i love it those are the three Mm -hmm. benchmarks all right and then last but certainly not least what is the number one strategy snack you want to share with listeners
1: i think it is that you have to go beyond the funnel and I use marketing as the example of this one because I think marketing's super sexy. I think we're very excited about it. I think in the beginning, you need to make money. So marketing is what you have to go to. However, as your business grows, the opportunities lie after the sale. In delivering great customer service, in having systems make everything efficient, in leading your team in the right way. I like to say that the funnel or sales and marketing is what makes you money you get to keep it beyond the funnel yes you can make 10 million dollars in your funnel but if you only keep one dollar who cares so looking for those opportunities and we see this kind of not thinking about a whole life cycle of something i see it when people have teams they think about everything up to hiring and onboarding and then they aren't seeing the rest of it and a lot of it is because that's what we see right people teach marketing we need marketing when we start. So we rely on it because we know what it is. We know how to do it. It feels comfortable. People teach teams, but they only teach up to hiring. So it's the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's expanding to think what is the whole life cycle of this thing and where mm-hmm. might other opportunities be hiding?
0: Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important. And I think that it's, I, I, yes, it's less sexy, it's less all those things, but ultimately scale, right? If that's really what you're going for, which like that's another conversation. But even higher growth is more about optimizing than it is about really more leads, more at the top. And so I think that we forget that piece a lot because we think it's always just bring more people in, bring more people in. But at a certain point in time, you actually need to turn to the operations, turn to the efficiencies in the business and optimize the hell out of them. So, yes, and I love that phrase, beyond the funnel. It's, it's, yes. Preach.
1: <laughs> and I think <laughs> if you think about it, it also plays into you close to the money. Yeah. Sometimes you want to go do the sexy, go create the real. You want to do the fun thing. You want to host a podcast. You want to do all the things. But actually, maybe what you need to do is sit down and draw out your funnel and look at where it's leaking. Or you want to go look at your team and go, who's not performing? Why aren't they yeah. performing? What do I need to do? Who do I need to have a difficult conversation with? Or yeah. let me map out my systems and work out why we've got a bottleneck somewhere. Or yeah. my or personal favorite, maybe you need to look at a spreadsheet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was also gonna say if you're not able to upsell consistently, what's going on in your delivery, right? 100%. What is happening on the customer experience? Referrals,
1: side, right? lifetime yes. values of clients, relationship marketing, like all of these things are not necessarily the things that are touted as sexy but you know what people who teach you how to do marketing are usually really good marketers and their job is to tell you that marketing is the solution your job is to know when marketing is the solution and when you could actually look at something else
0: (laughs) okay we're done we're done mic drop it's over tell everyone how you can or how they can connect with you and if you have any gifties for them yes so You can find
1: me on Instagram. It's Diane underscore Mayer. I don't think there are very many of me. I'm pretty easy to find. Blonde, curly hair. (laughs) And if you go to dianmayer.com forward slash, forward slash, let me get my lips around that, snacks, I'll link you up with a mini private podcast that talks about what a beyond the funnel strategy looks like. It's just a mini intro to a different way of thinking about your business.
0: I love it. I love it. Diane, thank you so much for being here. So grateful just to have this conversation with you. And to everyone listening, make sure you go listen to the mini podcast. Make sure that you connect with Diane on Instagram, and we will be back with more soon. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Bye, everyone.